you. Oh, hello, darling. How are you? I'm so good. It's so nice to see you. Oh my gosh, it's been what? At least a year, right? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, when it's been, it's, it was since the awards last year. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it's a little over a year. Yeah. Cool. Well, how's everything in LA? Uh, weird. <laughs> oh, you want weird to come to Las Vegas. It's very strange here. Oh, oh, I bet. Yeah. Just yeah. absolute ghost town for the most part. I bet. Uh, things are starting to rumble though. Things are starting to open up again and seven days a week. And, you know, so there's a, a there's an air of uh, excitement. You know what I mean? That yes. things are coming back to normal. So if that's the right word, but, um, but thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, honey, thank you for making time. I really appreciate it. I feel like this film has been a little um, chaotic in terms of how they've dropped the ball and or succeeded. So it's been a, it's, it's been a challenge. So I appreciate you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, anything to do to support your projects and I'm a horror film fan, you know, so nice. I remember talking to people about this project uh, over a month ago and just, oh, fantastic. yeah. So I was trying to get some publicity going on this and, uh, and then Tony told me he was talking to you. I'm like, oh, she's got to talk to me. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's funny because this is supposedly the first slasher film of 2021. Is that a correct assumption? Um, I so don't normally watch horror that I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say officially it is. And it was really weird when I heard the name of this film, Dreamcatcher, there's a Stephen King movie, yes. you know, I'm quoted on the back of the DVD. Oh, so I'm oh, like, wow. how weird is that? That your movie is Dreamcatcher and I was quoted for that movie with Morgan Freeman, you know? You know, it's just yet another one of our endless connections. I feel <laughs> yeah. like forever you and I will circle each other in some wild ways. I feel that too. I feel that too. Uh, well, you know, this. tell me about the movie. Let's, let's set it up first here. Tell me your character. I know this is, oh my God, this is so standard questions. Tell me your character and what the movie's about. Oh no, you're going to make me talk about the movie? Yes, I know. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sure, sure. Yes. Adrian behave. Okay. So Dreamcatcher takes place at a 48-hour EDM music festival. I play Josephine Tully, who is the agent of the headlining DJ. So basically, it's two sisters and their gaggle of friends who show up to this music event. One of them kind of sidles up to the DJ when he's in between sets and she gets invited backstage. They get backstage, they party a little too hard, there's an overdose, someone dies. Hence, Josephine shows up to clean up the mess. So as the agent, I don't really care about any of these kids. I care that my client is protected. So I show up to throw money at them and, you know, hijinks ensue. It's sort of the, the beginning of, of um, the beginning of the end. <laughs> now, is the DJ your client or? Yes. Is, so DJ, yeah, the DJ Exactly. DJ Dreamcatcher is my client. He's played by Travis Burns and he is a sexy up and comer who has got a lot of buzz behind him and i'm really trying to exploit that so it's kind of <laughs> he's my golden egg he's your golden egg so it's kind of understanding that if he's a dj his character and something happens he doesn't want his reputation ruined so he takes matters in his own hand i guess you could say exactly and, and you know with my help because apparently this and there, there's a history of this happening like i clean up messes for him a lot so it's both frustrating, but also, again, because he's my golden egg, I'm willing to do whatever. You're the fixer. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I'm a daddy raver, you know, but I've slowed down. I know, no, no, I've slowed down considerably. I mean, I spent the first 13 years of, uh, you know, 2000 raving, you know, and wow. uh, because here in Vegas, we've had, you know, EDC, 
I've been yeah. to Beyond. I've been to Candy Fest. I've been to Hard Summer. I've been all of those, but that stopped three or four years ago. Yeah, I just I had to slow down. So, but my roommate got me into the rave scene. I know it was crazy. So watching this, and I just I just told myself, you know, I love the horror film, but I'm like, I am so over EDM. <laughs> I'm just oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like, you're like that looks exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Then I, I meet people go, I want to be a DJ. I'm like, isn't that over with? You know, even right. here in Las Vegas, all the clubs are closed, and what do DJs do, right? Yeah. So I, I kind of identify with that, but um, so this is, it also has a whodunit feel too. That's what I like about this movie. So it's a slasher film, but it's also a mystery. Exactly. It's a little bit of a chess game. You're not quite sure what's going on until the very last second. There's lots of surprises. And that includes the, you know, those of us in the middle of the story, we think it's one thing, it's maybe another. And, you know, then again, there's another red herring. It's that sort of thing. So, yeah. And, and uh, you're surrounded by all new talent. You know, I, I've never seen yeah. a lot of these actors work, except Zachary Gordon, Diary of a Wimpy yes. Kid. I'm like, he's all grown up. I love Zach. I feel like he's really kind of the heartbeat of the film. He's, you know, he's this love struck guy who's just pining for this girl who's not interested. <laughs> so well, it's hard know. for child actors to make that transition, you know? <laughs> oh, it he is. Did those it is. Wimpy Kid movies. And I thought, you know, these would be typecast as, you know, a child actor. And this right. is, you got to do a horror film to kind of break those chains. Yeah, no, I think Zach is one of those people who perhaps unexpectedly will actually transition into adulthood quite easily. I mean, he's got a real, uh, he just has a great point of view. I really adore Zach and I love what he brought to the role, but I also just love what he brings to being a human. So, <laughs> And, you know, being Generation X, I lived for The Incredible Hulk with Bill Bixby every week when I was a little boy mm -hmm. and Lou Ferrigno Jr. Con continuing his dad's legacy. What was he like? Oh, he's great. I mean, how could he not be? I mean, Lou Ferrigno is one of the nicest men on the planet and it shows in his son. I mean, Lou Ferrigno Jr. is great. He's He brings this really interesting kind of vibe of, you know, slightly slimy manager. You know, he's also, he's kind of one of the tentacles of my character's power. I just sort of give him tasks and he does them, which is nice. So we had a, we had a great time. We shot at this incredibly beautiful house up in the Hollywood Hills. And it just, you know, did all the work for us. Like all we had to do was show up and it just felt amazing. And we felt powerful and like we were living the life. And you got this shot before the, before the pandemic hit? Was it all in the We camera? did. We shot the film in January of 2019. Excellent. Well, Joe, you know, I've been reading reviews about Dreamcatcher and Jacob Johnson. He's getting a lot of reviews, a lot of raves. No pun intended, right? Uh, <laughs> a lot of raves about his style and about, you know, uh, everything that the gore and everything in the film. So what was he like working with? I'm the president of Jacob's fan club. Like he's just the best. I really, really adore him. He is both the writer and the director. He had a very specific idea of what he wanted. I love the fact that the movie has this sort of, you know, pink neon dream feel to it. It's just, it's sexy and seductive, but it's also really real. You know, his writing brings some depth to the characters that's unexpected in a lot of films, but certainly in a what would be a slasher movie. And, you know, he's just quite a wonderkind. He has a lot of, he grew up as, or not grew up, but he started his career as a production designer. So he really sees things sort of, you know, all encompassed. Like he understands all the various parts of the story and, and uh, you know, how it moves. Sorry, we have a guest star. Oh, hi, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> this is Taza. This is my, my, this is my wonderkind. Oh. Um, he's about to turn 15. So he gets whatever he wants in the world, Absolutely. including guest stars on your program. <laughs> Absolutely. My dog lived to be 15 too. And he got priority for everything. 
see exactly. Uh, but yes, but back to Jacob, uh, I just couldn't be a bigger fan. I think he has an incredible point of view and I can't wait to see what he does next. He was a joy to work with. Every time I talk to you, you're one of the most hardworking actresses in Hollywood. How's the pandemic affected you? I mean, you were doing so many things and obviously it's slowed down, but do you feel it coming back again or what's the feeling? I definitely feel energy in the air. Uh, people have been, you know, there was a moment when it was almost a relief of like, oh, right, we have to remember what it means to be people and not have to be going, going, going all the time. But now everybody is sort of, you know, it, it's that anticipation of you can feel that we're about to be back to something closer to normal. So we're all excited about it. But I think at the exact same time, I really do think that a lot of us are trying to find a better, a, a better balance to, than what we maybe had before. So hopefully there's some lessons we learned in there too. Absolutely. And that is you in the picture, right? I was trying to find a still from the movie. Is that you drinking the wine? Oh, that is me. That is okay, me. Good. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't tell with the shades on and this is having your little glass of wine here. So. Oh, I'm so glad that would have been hilarious. Like if it was not, not, not only not even me, if it was just like some random thing, I was like, Oh, cool background. Like <laughs> From the wrong, from the wrong movie too, you know? So I know it's Saturday. Thank you so much for coming on uh, the show today and uh, let's go out and have a good time on our, our weekend here. I won't keep you any longer. Uh, oh. with the dream catcher um you know it's it's really fun i mean if that's the right word to use for this but as a horror fan you know i love the energy in it and i love the gore in it and i love the whole edm background because i don't think they do enough movies with that kind of theme in it because it's edm was so big you know there, there really isn't any movies that are, but put it in a horror setting it's perfect oh amazing thank you for having me and yay dream catcher mm -hmm.